Welcome to the Westmoreland Podcast. We are two sisters who were raised as readers and world travelers. We grew up under the same roof, but have pretty different reading tastes. This podcast is our way to keep in touch with one another and with our listeners via our reading lives. I'm Heidi. I live in Central Virginia with my husband, Alexander, and our four kids. I'm a freelancer, homeschool mom, and avid reader. On today's episode, three Bookstagram friends are joining me for a summer reading club episode. We're going to talk about books that we love and recommend to read for the summer. Hi, friends. Thank you all for being here. (laughs) I have Susie and Susan and Melissa with me. We are all friends from Bookstagram. Um, I know with Susie and Melissa, I think um, I've done a bit of talking and commenting before um, on different books, but this is our summer reading club. So not a book club where we've been reading the same book and we're going to discuss it, but just um, a reading club where we bring a couple books each and we describe them and tell you all uh, what we think. And we're going to get started. I'm going to go in the order um, that I see on my screen and have you friends introduce yourself. Um, Susie, can you get us started? Yes. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> we'll try not to fangirl Heidi too much here. My name's, <laughs> <No>. Sus- <laughs> my name's Susanna. You can call me Sue, Susie, mom, hun, babe, just whatever <laughs> you want to call me. Um, born um, in Brazil, South America, grew up there. And my parents, they like always had books. They had me reading books since little came to America for college, met my husband, stayed. We've been married for 15 years. We have four kids. My twins will be 13 next month, a boy who is nine, and my youngest is four. Um, they stay at home with me, and we try to read books. Um, sometimes they don't want to read books, but we have mandatory <laughs> book time. Um, my love for reading started really, really young, and then during college, it just sort of waned, and then getting married and kids, and those little years, um, no reading took place. And then um, during my pregnancy with my youngest, there was something that was just saying, go get a book, go read, go read. Like I would remember the joy of reading or just the places that reading took me. And so six years ago, like, I picked up my first book in, in a very long time, um, just started reading again. And then three years ago, my friend told me um, about this bookstagram world. I was like, what's bookstagram? So that <laughs> has totally ruined my TBR, but that has made me meet so many cool people. And we currently live um, here um, in North Carolina. And that's me. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Susan, can you go next? Sure. Um, My name is Susan and I live in Michigan and I have two little boys. They are four and 18 months. And as the daughter of a teacher and a teacher myself, Mm -hmm. I've always loved books and always been around books. Um, And I do especially have a soft spot for children's books Mm -hmm. um, and young adult books. And I stay home with my boys currently and hang out with them and my dog and my husband is a pilot. So that's my life in a nutshell. (laughs) Very cool. My dad and my father-in-law are both pilots. So it is, it is definitely, it is, this is a lifestyle. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of other jobs are. Yes. Cool. Thanks. Um, okay. Melissa, you're up. (laughs) Okay, well, my name is Melissa. I live in Ohio. I have four 
grown children who are all out of the house. Um, I did stay home with them when they were little. And I have a granddaughter who comes over quite a bit and I get to love on her quite a bit. Um, I've always liked reading, but like some of you, when the kids came along (laughs) and whatnot, there was just no time. So I've just really gotten back into it over these past years when um, we've been more empty nesters. Um, and I've just, I love it. I love the bookish community. I, I, um, my TBR is growing too. It's, <laughs> it's just crazy, but um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Very so cool. thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah. This is fun. It's fun for me to just to get to see people I've talked with for the last few years. Um, it's happened a few times in this podcast season that I've just reached out and been like, Hey, I need a, a co-host for today. Um, anybody want to join me? And it's really fun to see people for the first time. So I appreciate you all being on so much. Um, I'm going to surprise you guys just a little bit and Uh-oh. do a really Uh-oh. quick lightning Uh-oh. round and ask you all like one question. Eat. It, it is book related. So oh, it no. be like, <laughs> it shouldn't be too far out there, but um, I just want to get us going um, and excited. So Susie, what genre do you go to for comfort reading? Probably more than likely historical fiction. Okay. Definitely historical fiction. Do you have a favorite time period? World War II. And All so right. many people are like, oh, another World War II book. But <laughs> there's so many different things that you can learn within that era. Yeah. And so no book's the same. No story's the same. So yeah. That's true. Very cool. Okay, Susan, do you have a children's book that is a required read for your kids? Like no compromise. They have to have this book. <laughs> Um, Well, this is a book that I uh, stole from my classroom library, just because I love it so much. Oh, there we go. Yep. (laughs) Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. And I like doing all the voices with it, too. Mm -hmm. We are big Mo Willems fans over here. We bring home probably five or six of his books every time we go to the library. And it's crazy. Okay, Melissa, do you have a favorite snack or drink that you like to have while you're reading? Oh, um, not really. I, um, tea, I like tea, iced tea or wine. I usually don't eat too much when I'm reading. I do like to have some wine okay, or a cocktail or, or iced tea if it's a little earlier in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Very good. Me too. Yeah. I'm going with yeah. tea. T- I'm going with tea tonight. I've been up since three 30 this morning oh, with my, my baby. Oh no. So- I have bedtime caramel tea and that's where I'm going after this. <laughs> wow. So, all right, let's go in reverse order and let's jump into books. Um, Melissa, can you get us started with your first book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, I'm not really, I don't love summer. I've never loved summer. Um, so neither of my books are summer related, but, uh, the first one is the children's blizzard. And there's two of these. There's one that's nonfiction. This is the fiction one by Melanie Benjamin. And it's about a blizzard that swept through the Dakota territories back in 1888. And it came through, it was somewhat unexpected. It came through at the end of the school day. And so the story really follows two sisters who were both far from home teaching. They were young 
and how they reacted to the blizzard. Hmm. Um, it's a fascinating read. And it really, you really felt like the cold and the chill and the ice. So it was, I thought it was really well done. So again, that's the children's blizzard by Melanie Benjamin. Um, the other one, I was going to go with another wintry themed one, but I thought that might be a little bit much. So the other one is the Thursday Murder Club mm -hmm. by Richard Osman, and it takes place in a retired village. And it is a club that gets together on Thursdays and they talk about unsolved murders. Of course, a murder happens in the village. And so the story is about how they go about and solve that. It's funny. It is sweet. It is. Um, there are twists and turns. So there is an actual mystery involved. It was laugh out loud funny for me. <laughs> so which I don't often laugh out loud with books, but I did with this one. So that is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. Thank you. I've heard both of those are fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> those they're are both really team. good. Very yeah. cool. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Susan, can you tell us about your books? So I was looking through my Goodreads today because I wanted to find two books that I'd read recently that weren't being talked about as much. So my first book is called Internment, and it is a alternate future about a girl who ends up She's Muslim American and she ends up in an internment camp. Hmm. Um, wow. So this is America, but it's alternate future. Um, it was very good. Um, it, so she's, her name is Lila. The description talks about rebellions are built on hope. So it's kind of about her life in the camp and what happens with that. And then for summer reading, I had to go with a Meg Cabot book because I love mm. Meg Cabot. And um, No Judgments is the first book in her Little Bridge Island series, which is taking place in Little Bridge Island, which is a Florida Keys island that she made up. Um, but the whole series is taking place in this island. And so the first one is about a storm that is coming to the island. And it's kind of a little bit about a romance that's mm -hmm. happening on the island. Oh, cool. Very good. Is Meg Cabot one of your favorites? Yes. Okay. Um, I have followed her for years and I um, used to read her blog back in the days when there were blogs. And okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. She mentioned this um, Forever Young Adult website. And so I clicked on that and they were forming real life book clubs. And that's actually how I found my real life in-person book club. Oh, um, cool. Wow. Through Meg Cabot. So very yeah, cool. and I actually wrote an article about it and she tweeted it. Wow. I thought that was like my internet moment of fame. Super cool. <laughs> I mean, those are so fun. Um, I haven't picked up anything of hers yet, but she's on my list because I know a lot of people really like her work. Yes. And I met her once and she wow. is she's bubbly and fun in person too. So that's so cool. Oh, good books. Okay. Susie, are you ready? I am. My first book, The Bookwoman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Richardson. So this book is about the mule horse librarians during the Great Depression. 
And um, with the New Deal, there was this government grant where they would take books to the people um, within the mountains, um, North Kentucky. So the poor people, the poor people that didn't have conditions, um, the people that didn't have books, the kids that didn't go to school. So we follow um, the main girl, Cussie, and she delivers books by mule to these people. But she's from the blue race. So back during this time, there were these people that had this um, recessive gene, which made their skin turn blue. And they were very discriminated, um, like the mm. discrimination that we have now, like the blacks, the whites, the, mm -hmm. the Chinese or whatever, people really discriminated the blue people. And so this book just tells the story, their story, how they suffered, um, their courage, their determination, how she took books to people because she believed that books could carry you like anywhere. So mm -hmm. whether um, you were going through something really hard in life, like something poor, there were kids who were starving, there were kids um, who had different diseases. She believed that books could um, help these people. So that's my first book. Like that book really touched me um, um, how we can, for one thing, how the discrimination, how that can really hurt, but how books can help you get through life. Mm -hmm. And my second book um, I sort of cheated. Um, it's a three pine <laughs> series, but this um, is the first book um, still life by Louis Penny. This is my favorite murder mystery series. It's more of a cozy mystery series. Have you guys read it? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Heidi. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. So we follow Gamash. He's the top detective and we get to know his family. We get to know um, his crew. And this book um, is very deep. There's so many different layers. You can read it like one time, like get something, read it two or three times, like get something else. Um, the murder doesn't get really gory, but the story can get really deep. And you have to start with book one, though. You have mm -hmm. to start with book one. And she's coming out with number 17 next month. I'm so excited. My friend that told me, she told me about the series four years ago. And um, it took me three years to catch up. And now, like, I'm all caught up um, with the series. But we followed this detective. And he's, he teaches lessons um, about truth, um, so we learn like good, like versus like evil, truth. And you just fall in love with a whole cast. There's some people like you hate, but then like you love them too because they're so hateable. So um, it's that type of book that you just mm -hmm. want to hug. But start with book one. Please start with book one. By Louise Penny, the Three Pines series. Yes, I second that series and starting with book one. <laughs> yes. I've actually only read through like book five. Heidi, um, you, oh, that's where it gets good. I know. But I think I when I was the first one. Oh, oh, okay. Number two, <laughs> number two, number two. So my friend that um, that recommended, she said, you really have to get through book four. That's where the series like really comes to life. So they're really building that, that foundation. So um, mm -hmm. it's worth it. Just keep reading the next one. Yeah. I'm through eight. I've oh, good. It, so yay. It's like, we're getting there. We're getting right. there. I think when I was reading them, I like blazed through one through five. And then like, I have this thing where if I read too much of like murder or violence or whatever, I'll start yeah. to have dreams about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it really starts to get to me. But yeah. then the problem is I put it down and then forget to pick it up again for like years and years. Yep. And years so. That's a problem too. I can correlate yeah. that. Yep. I understand. So, I read last night. I just finished uh, Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab. Have I, any of you guys read oh, that I, one? No, no, I haven't. Oh, it yeah. looked good. I saw your bookstagram on it. 
So it's very dark. And there were a few times I just talked to Lisa today actually about it. And um, I told her there were a few times I put it down and had to like look around my house and be like, okay, lights are on <laughs> and there's nobody magic here. <laughs> and it's all okay. <laughs> um, the ending is good. Like the ending, I think makes up for the darkness, but it is still kind of like, I don't know with my like sensibilities and my yeah. um, or sensitivities. Right. If I should uh, continue this series, but I did like it. <laughs> Maybe not now. Maybe yeah. give it a month or two. Yeah. Very good. Um, my book are, let's see. I have The Language of Flowers by Vanessa Diffenbaugh, I think it is. Um, and so this is about a girl named Victoria Jones. She knows the language of flowers. So flowers have different meanings. Um, like acacia is for secret love. Daffodil is for new beginnings. Wisteria is for welcome. Um, and the camellia means uh, my destiny is in your hands. So lots of different meanings. Victoria is an orphan. She has spent her whole childhood in the foster care system. Um, she's unable to get close to anybody and her only connection to the world and to other people um, is through flowers and their meanings. And she's a very talented florist. She has an eye for the art of flower arranging. Um, then she realizes that she has a gift for helping others through the flowers that she chooses for them. So by arranging flowers for people and telling them the meanings, um, she realizes she actually has something helpful to give to these people. But then she runs into a mysterious stranger and then she starts having to confront painful things from her past. Um, and so it takes you through her story and the risks that she has to take in relationships to decide whether or not um, to be happy, really, whether to continue disconnected um, and communicating through flowers or start connecting with people and confront the things that hurt. Um, and so it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Like you can imagine, it's about flowers <laughs> um, and the descriptions are gorgeous, but it's also a hard book because um, it does it does communicate that like confronting hard things is painful. And especially because she comes from a foster care background. So that's another reason I love oh. this book is it does give you a window into someone who's aged out of the foster care mm. system um, as well. So that's the first one. That's the language of flowers by Vanessa Diffenbaugh. And then the second one, this, I think of this as truly a summer book because it takes place in Spain during the summer. So this is The Fountains of Silence oh. by Ruta Cepetis. I've been wanting to read this one. Yes, it's fantastic. So Ruta Cepetis has a very unique writing style. Uh, short sentences. Her books start with this like really disconnected um, plot seemingly like it'll jump around between countries and between timelines and between characters a lot in like the first 10 chapters. And so it's a little bit hard to get into, but then once you do, things start to come together and you realize that she's an artist. Like she's so, so good at what she does. So it takes a little bit to get into it. And all of her books are like that. I think I've read, I've read most of them. 
I can't oh. remember how many. She's she has four or five, I think. But I've read most of them. Um, this one is about uh, it's about so much. So under the oppressive dictatorship of General Francisco Franco, Spain is hiding a dark secret. Meanwhile, tourists and foreign businessmen flood into Spain under the welcoming promise of sunshine and wine. Among them is 18 year old Daniel Matheson, the son of an oil tycoon who arrives in Madrid with his parents, hoping to connect with the country of his mother's birth through the lens of his camera. Photography and fate introduce him to Anna, whose family's interweaving obstacles reveal the lingering grasp of the Spanish Civil War, as well as chilling definitions of fortune and fear. Daniel's photographs leave him with an uncomfortable questions amidst shadows of danger. He is backed into a corner of difficult decisions to protect those he loves. Lives and hearts collide, revealing an incredibly dark side of the sunny Spanish city. So it's about Anna and Daniel and their friendship. It's about the things that he discovers by accident through his photography um, and the things that the Spanish government has to hide um, after the Spanish Civil War. Um, strong characters, really good plot, kind of an unexpected ending. It does have a love story element to it, but it does not sweep you off your feet with the romance of it, kind of a love story. Um, so that's The Fountains of Silence by Ruta Cepetis. And I especially love her books because she's actually alum of where I went to college, which I didn't know until oh, after okay. I started reading her books. Cool. Um, but that's really fun too. So a fun connection. Um, that sounds really good. Um, I'm going to bump her up. Yeah. She's, list. Um, I think it's salt to the sea. Yes. It's about world war two. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. seen that. That one is phenomenal. Okay. Um, let me think what are her other. See, so this is what happens. People recommend me books and they just yep. keep. <laughs> yep. And it keeps going. Bump it up. Going. Yep. I did. Um, I did a binge listen. I think it was last fall of several podcasts. And like, while I was listening, I sat on Goodreads. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> and like added stuff to my DVR. So it was so dangerous. It's, true. it's fun though. It's good. Okay. So let's see, Susan, of all the books, did you hear of one that sounds good that you would like to try from everybody's recommendations today? Um, the Ruta, Ruta Cepetis. Which one is this one? It's the Fountains of Silence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, that one. I don't know anything about the Spanish Civil War. And that's something I've been really trying to do this year is to read things that kind of expand my knowledge of the world. Because I feel like I don't read enough books that take place outside of the U.S. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Melissa? Did you add one today? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, internment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that sounded really good. How about you, Susie? The Fountain of Silence for the same reason that Susan said. Just, okay. just different country. Just learning. There's yeah. so much to learn. There's so many places to go visit. I didn't know anything about the Spanish Civil War either. Yeah, and right. I didn't know until I reread um, Vienna Prelude by Bodie and Brock yes. Taney. I yes. didn't actually realize that it was going on at the same time as the start of World War II. Like, that seems like it should be pretty basic. That's interesting. <laughs> like, you should know. Those books are um, old. Yeah, but apparently. They are so old i read those <laughs> books way back in the day way back in way the day. back and i loved them awesome. uh, yeah way back in the day i will tell you they hold yeah. up because yep. at first one Good. i loved it all over again and i read that series probably three or four times in high school wow so so how um, do you say their last name uh taney taney okay is what wow. i always heard okay, okay. 
Okay. I've never heard that name out loud, like just like in the head. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's T-H-E-O-N-E. Yeah. And I, that's what I heard one time. So that's okay. how I've always okay. said it, but I don't, I could be totally wrong. <laughs> I think that's all for tonight. This Thank is you. fun. Yes, it was. Um, very good to see your faces and you guys have a good night and I will see you around. <laughs> all right. Thank bye, you. Everybody. Nice yes, to well. meet you. Bye, bye guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. To support the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, or give us a shout out on social media. Our listeners are an important part of the podcast growing and reaching the right audience, so thank you. For full show notes with links to everything we mentioned on today's episode, visit our website, westmorelandpodcast.com. If you have any questions or want to talk books, find us at Westmoreland Podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at westmorelandpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading.